0: hello ladies and gentlemen welcome to a february that's right we're 11 like one month into the year plus a couple days february edition it's actually a february 6th edition of the msp initiative msp talk um get some housekeeping out of the way and then we'll get into the good stuff as usual mspinitiative.com this session and every other session we've ever done has been recorded in audio and video format. You'll find that here under the sessions tab or in your podcatcher or, or on YouTube. So you choose which platform is best for you. We have two MSP Community Minds events. These are absolutely educational events for the community. We do MSP panels, we do expert workshops that you know span several hours where you walk out with something tangible rather than just a PowerPoint uh, presentation. So MSP Community Minds should be in two venues. Uh, one is in Nashville, April 17th and 18th, and one will be in Denver, July 24th, 25th. Absolutely free for MSP to register and join us, other than getting there, right? Like the logistics of you know being at the event and getting to the event. Uh, but there is no $4.99, $9.99, $15.99 registration fee. It is free. Uh, so please join us. Um, it went really well last year, so we're doing two this year. Then we have our community block parties, after parties, nighttime activities, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I always call these a labor of love, but man, they're so cool. Um, We really love doing these. So you'll see a whole list of all of the parties we have planned for this year. Uh, Some, you know, obviously some here in the US, one definitely in Europe, one definitely in Australia. So we are going international on both sides. Uh, this year Uh, looking forward to it then we have our communities offers page these are just deals and hookups from around the industry if you want to take advantage and lastly our industry calendar which we try and constantly keep up to date Um, this uh, this goes all the way to the end of the year there's like between 250 and 300 uh, events already in the calendar I'm sure this will grow Um, go check it out if you really want it to be on the road like Myself and some of the people that I work with, apparently, you could very well be on the road all year, although I do recommend some breaks in between. Uh, that being said, I bring our good friend Brian back from Quote Works. Brian, you know, we both have the beach background. You know, I, I always talk about my Eagles on here one way or another. Well, the NFL has announced at the Super Bowl that um, or this, you know, they're in like media time at the Super Bowl that... Um, the first international game of this upcoming season in September, first week of the NFL season, will be Eagles playing in Brazil. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> so uh, we were just reading up on all things uh, Brazil, and I thought traffic was bad here in the U.S. Apparently not, not much uh,
1: compared
0: <laughs> down there. but there. Uh, and apparently there will be, you know, obviously wintertime down there, so not exactly beach season. But I digress. I might find my way down to – uh the uh at least one of the fast and furious movies was based there so yeah we'll uh retrace the steps i guess
1: very how you nice. doing uh doing very well thank you getting uh getting into 2024
0: <laughs> yeah Are, have you finished like doing the typo of 23 versus 24 like is that out of the system
1: well the uh the second week of uh january we do employee reviews so there's lots of uh signing of dates so that's that's the easiest way for me to get that knocked out of my system yeah,
0: no, I get that. I, I actually just went through a similar exercise myself, but
1: we've now
0: digitized all of that. Right. So like yeah. I just put in the information, press send, and it does all the dates for me. So, you know, modern technology these days. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, listen, end of the year, beginning of the year is always a good time to do those, by the way. Right. Just like yep. automatic. I, I actually did one for like somebody who joined us in December and I was like, yeah keep doing what you're doing everything's great
1: <laughs> yeah we had the same thing somebody that started in november and it's like uh yeah okay
0: <laughs> yeah i was like you're doing you're doing fine uh, nothing to report all is good so that was uh that was funny but um anyway uh you know it is a new year and uh you know i, I know a lot of people thought last year was going to kind of you know go down a little bit towards the middle and end and I'm sure you see the numbers of all the things that have been quoted.
1: (laughs) Sort Uh, of at a very high level aggregate level. Yes.
0: I I assume the numbers didn't go down, Brian.
1: They probably went up. Yeah, definitely. The, uh, the volume has definitely increased. uh, And uh, surprisingly the hardware sales are still going strong, which I don't know. You know, I remember 10 years ago when they said hardware was dead (laughs) I mean, you still need something to type into now. Like
0: at some point that you can't like disappear that no, no offense to the Apple vision pro. I, I'm not, you know, with the virtual keyboard in the freaking screen. Um, I, I like a physical keyboard, Brian. I don't know if that's yeah. old school or not, but.
1: I don't think that's old school at all. <laughs> and yeah. by the way, with the vision pro you can still use a keyboard.
0: Oh, is that right? I haven't yeah. even played. I saw somebody on a, on a clip in a subway in New York and he was like, working the subway like this like virtually and i was like okay all right (laughs) and then i also saw somebody has also already been pulled over driving their tesla with the goggles on
1: and i'm like
0: we knew that was coming
1: yeah yeah
0: Uh. so i don't know i just you know could you imagine remember um it was like a bruce willis movie called surrogates Mm -hmm. where like everybody never leaves their house they have like robot versions of themselves and then like you know like they're controlling the robots and like I hope that doesn't turn out to be what happens here. Right. Like, i don't no,
1: know no, no. I mean, I, I, the good thing is this is like the worst possible release that they'll ever have of this thing. So like the next ones, I mean, they're going to be just glasses, you know, you know, what happened the to future.
0: Google glass. That was all the rage for a minute.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, it was a cool gimmick.
0: <laughs> it was an expensive gimmick. It wasn't cheap. It was like 1500 bucks to start
1: it's still half the price of the uh apple one
0: yeah it's true I, I mean have you ever gone to disney uh like disney springs where you like they put like you know the it's like a virtual thing it's like a star wars or an avengers and like they basically strap a computer to your back in the form of a backpack but like yep it's kind of impressive they got this thing into like just a wearable headset
1: yeah unfortunately that closed down they did yeah at wow. that location yeah that was cool that was very cool yeah. yeah, Alec was uh, really talking about it. So I had to do it after uh, an IT Nation one time. George, are you there? Sorry about that. I'm
0: back. Um, all right. Yeah, no, that's that's crazy. I really enjoyed it. Um, That's a shame that it went down, but I'm sure Disney pops up stuff all the time. I haven't been to the Star Wars stuff yet, but yeah, yeah you just got to be ready for that Disney crowd, you know? <laughs>
1: that's true. I mean, you well, probably
0: have like a season pass. You live down there,
1: and I have a twelve-year-old daughter, so yes, <laughs> there it is.
0: Yeah, you know, like yeah, you know, we laugh about the uh, you know the season pass for like you know the amusement park, right? You got a right. whole you got a whole world of amusement parks, exactly. Yeah, so moving it, yeah, you know, so hardware still a thing. Yep, okay. definitely still a thing. What do you feel like? Because again, you're seeing numbers at macro. What what's the breakout between subscription or software-based services and hardware-based services? What's, what do you think the percentage is based on on the math?
1: See, the thing is, for us, it's going to be a little bit different to compare as, a, for, as for a whole industry because our bread and butter are our integrations with distributors. Um, yeah. So that's where we're seeing a lot more. So I'd hate to give a number because it's definitely not going to be industry-wide. Uh, you know, we've got, you know, some people that need very basic quoting uh, that, you know, can use like Autotask to create their quote. And that's not our market. We need the ones that can that need like a full solution. And so it's a little bit different uh, as far as who our customer is versus just the traditional. Oh, series.
0: hold customer. on. You, you say that sentence, but you know what these people are doing. They go to Amazon, they go and you know, they're Googling around, they try and, you know, figure out yep. whatever it is. And then
1: just handwriting it in there, man. Like that's, that's true. That's true. Or, or they just don't, they they don't sell it at all because there's no margin on it. So,
0: yeah, it, it's interesting, right? Like, are we, you know, I, I wonder if the industry has gone out of, I just need to touch everything so I can make anything on it rather than just like, Hey, just go buy it over here. Let me know when it shows up because it's not worth my time.
1: Well, I mean, I, I think that, you know, that was definitely a trend, for a while, um, because you know it was kind of one of those. Here, here are the three things that we say that you can buy. I'm not going to make anything off of it, so you go ahead and do it. But now it's kind of like, well, wait a minute. Now they're going to start going to over over to these other places to buy other things too that I also sell. <laughs> you know, so it's kind of one of those. You know, you want to be that trusted advisor that's going to do everything for them. Um, so that's kind of the thing that I think the the pendulum keeps swinging back and forth. And I think right now we're coming back to being that that, that one, one-stop shop again, which is good.
0: Yeah. That's interesting. Um, it's, it's funny because, you know, I was just, you know, you always scroll the forums waiting for the traffic accident online. Right. And, yeah. um, you know, you know, where, and, uh, somebody was like, what's the purpose of a, a SaaS distributor? And I'm like, well, when you got a hundred plus options that have no boxes attached to it, that's the purpose, right? Exactly. Like, like, so, are you going to go to each vendor separately and and sign up and figure it out? Like that's the whole point. Um, For each
1: one of your customers.
0: Right, <laughs> right. So, I think that it's interesting that you know, there. You know, I feel like the, the the players, other than like Ingram and Tech, or uh, what was it Cinex and Tech Data merging? Cinex, Yep. Yeah, like the players are pretty much still the same. No, I mean. Well,
1: you know, well, and then you've got Pax Eight.
0: Yeah. They're the big man on the block. And then yep. you got TD Cinex and then you got like some smaller guys. But like at the end of the day, there's like half dozen guys that are like really popular in MSP land. Like does your platform tie into all those guys?
1: Uh, at this point we do, except for one, uh, which will be coming very soon. <laughs> there's been a lot of requests for it. Um, so, I mean, that that's integrations are really our bread and butter. Uh, yeah. So that's kind of the, the thing that we are always looking at adding. So like we're adding a new PSA integration soon. We're adding a new distributor integration. I mean, it's it's nonstop for us. I yeah, I mean, know. like, I, I, I
0: swear integrate, like, you know, integrations uh, at an IT nation 10 years ago, right? Everybody heard the word integration. It's like, what does the integration actually do? But I, I digress. I think, you know, one of the things that I think you guys have done a pretty good job of because, you know, there's just so many different ways that people have you know, put this together, right. Whether they, you know, are doing it old school or new school is like, Hey, I need to get real world information, real world inventory. I need to get a good looking something out of my mailbox that my customer can accept. I need them to like accept any of the terms that are associated with whatever I'm trying to sell. Oh, and by the way, I would love to collect some sort of payment on this all in one shot.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Oh, and, and, and also make it so it's affordable and that anybody can use it as well.
0: Well, the affordability part is, well, if I can't afford it, I just don't do it, right? And then people forget the fact that their time costs money. Let's be honest, right? Right. You you sell that Dell computer and you made 10 bucks, you know, or 50 bucks or 25 bucks. And it's like, by the time you finish an hour trying to create a proposal, it's like, I lost my shirt already. Like, why am I doing this? Right? So exactly that, like, affordable is good. Time saving, I think, is even more important because that's where you're going to, you know, burn, right, in the end. Right. It needs to look professional. I think that's one of the things that people have like kind of skimped out on. Right. Like, or maybe they'll go to like a Panda doc or some simple, you know, something on there, but like, and, you know, it needs to look professional, but it needs to also contain the right information that I need. Right.
1: Right. And the other thing too, is not only are you, you have to get out of the mindset of like that traditional, like proposal that you physically hand to somebody where it's a static document because it's no longer that static document anymore because you want to be able to give them that that upsell option without having to do all these different revisions so you could say hey you can have this option but if for a little bit more you could also have this this and this and then the the cool thing about it is you could have a video associated with that with you telling the customer why it's important that they go with that upsell Uh, so, and they have the ability to select those different options. You could do good, better, best, or option a or option B as well, which is nice.
0: Yeah. I mean, so like one of the things that I always hear people struggle with at every level, right. Is like the amount of time salespeople need to spend to create something right. And send it out. And if anything, almost slows down the buying workflow, right? Like, because right. you know, you're waiting and waiting to push something out, or maybe there's a lot of calls in your schedule and you have to somehow sneak stuff in between, you know, and like, that's kind of one of the reasons that, you know, there's always been this, you know, we've always heard for years, oh, if you didn't put it in the system, then it doesn't exist. It was like, well, you're also fighting the salespeople from actually putting stuff into the CRM and getting quotes out. Like it just, you know, it's what is one of the things we struggle with, right? As right. as you know, you know, professional organization. So, you know, I would think that the easier you can make it for like the lowest person on the food chain, the better it'll be adopted. No.
1: Right. And and the the way that people do it with Quoteworks or even some of the our competitors is they template it because you know 90% of the quotes that you're doing, they're going to be very similar. And even if they're not you could go ahead and put the world on that that template with each different section. You can change your quantities and then click on a button and remove everything that you're not actually selling. And look at that. You got a quote in minutes as opposed to having to search, oh, what kind of laptop do I want to add? And then narrow down from there. And oh yeah, guess what? It's not in stock anymore. So I guess I can't Quote that one. So you know you can make it so it's a lot easier in that whole process by giving all the all the options that you do support, and then the sales rep can you know select which ones they want, and then magically put out a a very nice looking document for the customer.
0: Yeah, I like it's the eyeball test, right? You know, like yeah. it just you know like if it looks cheesy, they you know it just looks bad, right? It's like you know you got you got to have a little bit of polish to it.
1: Exactly. And that's why we, you know, we have the pictures that are automatically included, the videos, the spec sheets, you have that professional document, as opposed to something that looks like it just came out of Word, you know, (laughs) or Excel.
0: Well, both, right? Exactly.
1: A really bad merge. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And like, and that's part of the problem, right? It took too much time. So people didn't want to go and find that. So the fact that it's being automatically collected is awesome.
1: Yeah. And then... I was going to say, and then going back to what you were saying about it, putting it back into the CRM or PSA, you know, we're automatically retrieving the contact information. So you're not going to have to, you know, type anything out. We're going to go ahead and automate the creation of the opportunity or updating that opportunity. And anytime anything changes, that opportunity is live updated as well. So you don't have any lag time as far as knowing what's out there. And the sales rep isn't going to forget to do it. Um, And they're not going to, you know... Dread doing the update. I think that's the the right word to use on this platform.
0: Yeah, you know, it's it's funny, right? Like, I think people started to get to the idea of potentially creating forecasts and pipelines and trying to figure out, like, hey, where do things sit? What are my what are my active opportunities versus things that are further out? Yep. You know, like everybody says they can do these things, but if you don't put the right information in, you know, you're basically running it out of the system on Excel anyway, and then it creates a mess and you're just using multiple systems that don't talk anyway. Yep. So like, that's where things start to break down. You know, it's just, you know, it's absolutely, you know, I was talking to a guy at a peer group here and it's absolutely amazing. Like people find the convenience of Amazon so tight, ty- like, so like it just, so simple right you can buy it and quit even if they're paying extra as the as the person reselling mm-hmm. like they feel like oh i can just click two buttons and go and like they don't go through the distribution process because they feel like that slows them down have you heard that before
1: um we have but usually when we hear problems with amazon or why people go with amazon it has to do more with the margins that they're not making through distribution and it's so negligible that it, it's you know, it, it's it's silly, but uh, so that's why you know we have an integration with both Amazon and Amazon Business, so they can actually see the pricing right next to Amazon Business with TD Synnex, DNH, Ingram, all of that in one place, so they can actually see what the price would be, and uh, it's in what it's a single search for any of them as well.
0: That's awesome. I mean, basically, just makes your life is you know easier, right? Brings it all together. Exactly. You know, so, so hopefully, like. This takes the whole, like, you know what it was like. One person in the entire organization was the person creating the quotes, and it was usually like the the founder, owner, or like guy who started it or girl who yep. started. It. And like the reason they did that was that it was so complex, right? To go out and get all the right information, they couldn't like delegate it down. Right. So it sounds like this makes it a bit Fisher Price.
1: Exactly. Um, and and like I said before, you can template it. You can also do a workflow as well. Where you can, you know, basically say, Hey, I've got five workstations. Well, if you're doing five workstations, then these are the five that we would recommend. And then uh, you know, based on those selections, oh yeah, you you need antivirus, you need this, you need that, you need, you know, it, it basically builds the whole process through a workflow. So it does, as you put it, Fisher Price it.
0: Well, and it also prevents you from forgetting something too, right?
1: That's true too. Exactly.
0: You know, it's like, oh, wait a minute, I, I didn't realize, or especially things that like require other things, right? It's like, oh, well, in order to do this, you need to buy this first. And like, think of like an Office 365 SKU, right? Yep. Hey, you need this base license in order to add another license on top is like my example, right? And so if you sell something and you forget to add it, then all of a sudden, you know, you have to go back and do a little crow. You know what I mean? Exactly. Then, oh, I'm sorry, I, I misquoted this. I got to resend it to you. And then you know how it goes from there.
1: Exactly. And that's why we have the the ability to put in required items as well. So if you add one item, it automatically adds the other ones to the quote as well. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if if you put in the time, you can really put, put out a, a foolproof solution for your sales reps. That's awesome. Oh,
0: and so, and then the other part is, is like, hey, just real time, right? Like, hey, you know, like I, I left early or you're working with someone, they call me now I'm fielding the call and like, you don't want to have to restart the conversation over and over again, because you slow down your, your buying process, right? The sales process. Exactly. You know, like, you know, if you talk to like the really pro salespeople out there, the more steps you take out of the process and the less friction you put into what it takes to get from I'm interested to I'm buying it, it does change the percentage of you closing the deal pretty significantly.
1: Definitely. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes it's, it's just as simple as getting the quote out before your competitor does. I mean, Sometimes that's all it takes. Um, And then from there, it's, you know, getting, you know, knowing when to strike as well. Um, That's one of the benefits of having that electronic quote, as opposed to, you know, that traditional PDF that you're emailing, because you know, the first time the person is looking at the quote, each additional time they're looking at it, as they're selecting different options, and then when they accept and pay as well. So you can decide when you want to follow up with that lead as well. That's awesome.
0: And then you can also figure out how often they're opening the damn thing, right? Like, exactly. you even see it? Like, did you even open this thing? Why didn't, why, yeah, forget the signing part. You didn't even review
1: it. Well, and, and so we actually have a, a reminder feature that's built in. So <laughs> it will automatically, say you sent a quote to a customer on, on Friday and it's been a week. It'll automatically follow up with the customer and say, hey, we sent you this quote last week. Have you, have you had a chance to take a look at it knowing that they haven't looked at it yet? Um, And then it'll also, you can also have it automatically follow up with the sales rep as well. So the sales rep knows to follow up with the customer that they haven't seen it as well.
0: What's the, you know, I was going to say other than mistakes, the second biggest thing that people complain about when it comes to salespeople is they don't follow up when they're supposed to, right? They forget exactly to, or they took too long. And like, this comes back to the Fisher price thing, right? It's like, hey, can we try and make it
1: so easy that these people can't forget? And that's exactly. what people told me. Exactly. Well, and, and it's not just, you know, the the forgetting to, you know, have the customer look at it and following up with the customer. But, you know, say that they have signed. You're lucky enough that they did sign. Have they paid you yet? Have they given you your down payment? you know so we have the ability to add that type of reminder functionality built into it as well so that way it kind of just walks the salesperson through the process all the way through procurement as well which by the way we do that too
0: okay so hold on a second this just keeps getting better all right so not only do we remind somebody without human intervention hey did you look at this quote and are you going to do it then it's like oh by the way hey you need to pay Cause like signing's great, but no money, no, 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 no solution. Right. Right. And then you're telling me, all right, we're collecting money. And then you're telling me that it's going to go and order the stuff for me.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And not only is it going to be able to place the order with, you know, your traditional, um you know, distri- distribution sources, but we're also going to work with like Amazon business that we were talking about earlier um, Dell, Dell premier as well. um Or um, also, you know, what, something that comes up a lot in the quoting process is, you know, you may be quoting, we'll just say a, a simple laptop, you know, two weeks ago, it was in stock at Ingram. A lot of things happen in two weeks. So when you go to place that order, you can see on one screen, again, what your pricing and availability is for each of the distributors that you work with. So if it's out of stock at Ingram, maybe it's, you know, a dollar more by going to TD Cynics, but they have it in stock so they can have it to you next day. So you can swap on the fly and then place that electronic order uh, automatically there. And then we we track it all the way through fulfillment. So we can see, you know, as soon as it it gets shipped, we get the shipping information as well as any serial numbers and whatnot as well that come through even before you receive the items from your distributor. I
0: mean, you've just taken all of the manual steps that everybody forgot to do, because there's like yep. 30 steps here, right? Yep. <laughs> by the time you start from, oh, my customer's interested in something too, hey, it actually showed up. There's literally 30 manual steps you would have to take in order to get to the point where it's like, well, when's it gonna show up? Where's the tracking number? Did you, you know, like, for, you know, and on the beginning part it's, hey, did I put the right description in? Is there, a, is there a picture in the, in the thing? Is, you know, like, yeah. it's, a, it's amazing. You know, how you've basically taken big company workflow yep. and made it into something that basically a one-man shop could use.
1: Well, there's a reason we've been around for 30 years. <laughs> and we keep evolving. Yes. <laughs> and then it and then, you know, we're also, you know, just to put a little dig into some of the other companies out there, we're the only self-funded quoting tool in the MSP space right now. So just putting that out there. <coughs>
0: huh. That right? Yeah. You might be right. I might be. I'm thinking through. You're right. Yeah. Wow. It's amazing how, like, the first time I met you was what? 2010, 2011? It's been a long time. It's It's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, The amount of things that have happened in this space in that time, it's like, you need to, like, you almost need to have a historian go back and track all this stuff. (laughs) Like, a lot of movement, a lot of mergers, a lot of acquisitions, a lot of investors in and out, uh, people come and go. Uh, But you guys really have been a staple there the whole time. There's something to be said for, and and it's kind of near and dear to my heart, you know, it's not very often, especially these days, uh, that you're bootstrapping from zero. You know, like everybody seems to start something and take money right away. Exactly. And that comes with hooks, strings, right? Like it, it, something, something has to give when you're using somebody else's money, but 30 years, you guys, you guys are like, nope, we're going to do it the old fashioned way. We're just going to build a company and slowly, but surely build customers over time. And, you know, I like, I like that story. Actually, I prefer it. Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, i mean like because i feel a lot better that like i know where the position of the company is and i'm not waiting for another shoe to drop right like exactly not to knock the entire business model of the investment but, right <laughs> like the second you hear somebody's taking investment money round a b c whatever or they've been acquired first thing you think of is pricing's gonna change terms are gonna change Products not going to basically what you see now is where it's going to be for a long time. It's not going to grow and the people are going to leave. And like right. immediately, like that seems to be the status quo of what happens when all of that goes down. But it feels good to like not have to worry about that in every category because it's a lot of them right now.
1: Exactly. I mean, I think the biggest thing for me is the, the people leaving um because you know it it, that you just keep seeing that over and over again and you know i i I think for me and also for you it's kind of weird too because you know we've been with the same company for uh, how long long time (laughs) i mean i've been with QuoteWorks for 23 years now so
0: uh you beat me brian because we didn't start the company 23 years ago but yeah i got you well i'm the dinosaur then no hey i there's also something to be said for like the average like you're basically flipping jobs at this point in the workforce every three years i mean that's average it's about the tenure of the average nfl player you know minus the ones that we all care about right like right but my point is like so in 10 years you know like think about you know you're at like three point whatever jobs you know what i mean and and that's if you can stick it right I, i would say that there's some people that have to work multiple jobs right now because one job don't cut it. Right. And so I'm sure that messes with the numbers, but 23 years, man. I mean, that's a career.
1: Yeah, (laughs) it definitely has. I mean, I mean, one of the things that's nice though is, you know, I, I had a career before coming into QuoteWorks. So, you know, I, I was in software development back then. And then also I was a bar myself. So that definitely led into, very nicely into the QuoteWorks realm because it allows me to speak to MSPs and even the few traditional VARs that are still left. Um, They're out there. <laughs> you know, they are out there, uh, but a- able to speak to them from, you know, a person that's been in their shoes as opposed to somebody that's fresh out of college that has no idea what an MSP actually is. Yeah, that's fair. I mean,
0: don't, have you gotten bored? I, I would say probably not because you're still doing this, right? But like, <laughs> I mean, that's one of the things people are like. All right, we need a new challenge, right? So obviously, this thing's keeping you busy.
1: Well, I mean, for me, it's a little bit different. Uh, I have a very unique role at QuoteWorks because I've been with the company for so long. I kind of dabble here and there, wherever I want. Like, I started off in tech support. I moved into sales, um, and then went into training implementations. You know, software development and business development. And right now, the biggest thing that I like doing and really for the last 10 years, what I've been doing is just going to events, talking to customers, finding out what they need in their sales process. And then what's unique about me is I'm able to take the things that they're saying and then either implement it myself or tell somebody else how to implement it. Mm-hmm. And then I can come back and work with that customer to to show them, hey, we were actually listening and I, I solved your problem. <laughs> so. That's that's my favorite thing to do, and I, like I keep them. doing that over and over again. And that that's really what keeps me going um, in the at least the company. And then and then the people here are, are really great too. So that's awesome. You guys started doing your own. Maybe it was like
0: three years ago, four years ago. Like your own like kind of boot camp style event. I think you do it once a year.
1: Yeah, um, we were doing an in person one actually. The last in-person event we had was right as COVID started, like a month before COVID hit. <laughs> um, so we were doing like we had. I think that was our fourth one. Um, and right now we're we're kind of at the point where we're doing a lot of virtual events, but we're not doing as many in-person ones, just because. I mean, I don't know if you know, but in-person events take a lot to throw. <clears throat> Yes, Jen. I don't. Who, I don't know if you know anything about Jen, that, George. Jen, who's
0: behind the scenes, would tell you <laughs> that she thinks you're right. I, I don't. I, I don't know. I just, just a few events. I, I, I'm. Yeah. I lost track. <laughs> Jen, you are correct. <laughs> yeah, actually, it was funny. So Jen went to Nashville. Uh, I think last week, and then Michelle and our team went to Dallas. Me and Alec were in Denver, so we literally were like scoping out three cities at a time. i was like man this is the first time we've had this multi-threaded we're on the road trying to calculate things you know at the same time it's you know that was pretty cool Nice, but yes event planning
1: is um is not necessarily easy no no and it's 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 a whole other job that is not in my job description so uh Ah, there you go you're like
0: that's somebody else's issue
1: exactly so yeah, we're 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 bringing somebody up now, and hopefully they'll be able to start running events in person soon. So,
0: well, wow, I I'm I'm hopeful that you guys will bring back your in person thing. It looked like it was building, by the way. I thought, like, it, was.
1: it was, it was. I mean, I I think the last one that we had had either 150 or 180 people. That's awesome. Um, it was it was a decent size. I mean, it wasn't massive, but I mean, it was a great event. It was. Um, we do things that are a little bit different. We actually have no vendors at our events. I know, I know uh so it is very it is all about the education uh and and just community building
0: community is such a great place man this community i there's a lot of communities out there but uh it's great and you know i'm at a peer group uh this week in san diego and i think the sun maybe came out for two seconds because it's been raining all week and it will continue to i'm told but (laughs) um when you put a lot of smart people in the room, man, like you start to really feel like they take down the walls, right? They're not worried about like, I don't know, lose business to this guy over here or whatever. There's some really good strategy sessions that happen. Right. And like, you just don't get to do that probably as regularly as you want to. That's probably why you love the event so much, Brian, let's be honest. Right. Like (laughs) you're not going to be able to get most of this out on an email.
1: No, definitely not. And, And there's a lot of things. I mean, we can have this conversation, you know, virtually over Zoom, but it's not the same thing as shaking hands and having that immediate reaction to whatever that last person said. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it is it is there's something to be said about in-person events and, you know, working together and collaborating and just hearing how other people do things um, and learning from their mistakes, and they can learn from yours. I mean, that's how you make your product better, right? Exactly. I mean. Or business, or whatever it might be,
0: service, business, idea, solution, or how about just you, the human being?
1: That's very true.
0: There you go. What? Uh, so you? So speaking of events, we know you're not doing your own right now, right? So where compete? Where do people get to see you this year? Like the uh, like, events you circled so far for twenty four. So
1: this year we'll be at three or four different ASCII events. Uh, okay. We tend to like those events. Uh, they. I, again, going back to community, um, I like the fact that they are smaller events, uh, so you can actually have those the, more of those types of conversations. Um, we've got DadoCon, uh coming up uh, that we'll be doing this year, and then uh, IT Nation Connect as well. Beyond that, there's probably going to be more, but those are the ones that we've locked down. And then, uh, you know, there's a, a few uh, MSP Initiative events that we'll be attending as well.
0: Oh, is that right? <laughs> i remember a blog article long ago brian (laughs) i I just spoke the the truth i think it was the very 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 first large party we pulled off
1: yes yeah that that was uh i probably shouldn't have written that but uh, it got a lot of attention
0: (laughs) for sure but you know what i don't regret that at all that was the beginning of a very long series of
1: craziness that it was that it was the good
0: good old blue martini over there in uh, orlando
1: (laughs) which is right down the street from our office (laughs)
0: you know what's funny for as many times as i've been to orlando actually i'm gonna be in orlando in like two weeks for zero trust world for threat locker oh um for as many times as i've been in orlando i've never been to your office
1: stop by our our office is very nice these days (laughs) really yes it is uh we moved about a year and a half ago. Uh, we, we had been in the same office building for almost 17 years. Wow. So that was not the greatest office, but our new one, that, that, this is the place to be. Upgraded so,
0: the digs. Okay. Yes, All right. Well, I will, uh, maybe I'll drop you a line this time. Yeah. I think it's, you know, it's only been, you know, 10 plus years. might be time. Might be. <laughs> yeah. Just a little bit. Um, And yeah. You know, actually for the first time this year i feel like every other event isn't in florida i feel like you know all of a sudden florida it's still in there it's just not like hey i'm i'm renting a i'm renting a, a you know, short-term condo in florida.
1: right right yeah jen and i were just talking about how uh it, it's no longer vegas is no longer the place that everybody is doing their events thank goodness
0: can we talk about vegas events for a second because you got me on it man uh-oh yeah, I mean, listen, I know that they happen. I know, like, right of Boom's in Vegas around the corner. Yep, uh, that's the one, like, right at the top of my head. It's like, for obvious reasons, I avoid the Vegas events, to be honest. You know, because, like, number one, it's no longer artificially cheap to go to fly into Vegas, like, it used right. to be like 150 bucks, 175 bucks. It's like, I saw a ticket was like 500 bucks. Yeah, I'm like, for what?
1: I know. And, and then the, the casino hotel rooms are still getting are still expensive, too. On top of it, unless you're getting comped. But that's a whole other story. Yeah,
0: I got you. And then, like, <laughs> you know, you always get the Vegas effect, like the Super Bowl's in Vegas. Right. Like we know what's going to happen. But, you know, like you may you know, like I hope if you bought ten thousand dollars Super Bowl ticket, you show up to the uh, to the place. Right. And watch the game. But, uh, you know, it could be not could You know, you could get lost in, in Vegas. Right. But, like how many people don't actually make it to the event? Exactly. <laughs> So like I don't know, Vegas is uh I, I understand why people do events in Vegas. I guess it's like for the event holder, it's better from a costing standpoint, but mm-hmm. yeah, I think uh everybody's you know day limit in Vegas differs. What what's yours? One, two, three.
1: I, I think it depends. The first time I'd say it's four. The second time mm-hmm. I go, it's like two, and then at that point I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i got it two days
0: that's about right it's enough enough time to get in and not lose your bank account and get out exactly Exactly. yeah i agree and then the other thing with vegas last thought is like if you ever go to an event in vegas and like they're doing it in like whatever hotel casino from your room to like the event space i swear is like two
1: miles exactly exactly it's
0: like it's like oh i forgot something in my room i'm not going back for that (laughs) Like, you're stuck. You're out for the day.
1: Exactly. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean it, that's one of the reasons why I was talking about, like, I, I like, like, the ASCII events because they're in small hotels. It's great. Yeah. You just go up there during the break. You can get some work done. Come back. It's great. Yeah. 100%, man. It's crazy. Um,
0: so, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, DattoCon, I think uh, we were actually just talking to the Datto Kaseya team earlier um that they're going to be at the fountain blue on yep. basically south beach not basically on south beach um so that's interesting and then um because they changed venues from last year last year was you know the three venue thing that they were doing
1: we, we won't talk about that
0: yeah yeah we got it we got it
1: and then uh
0: and of course it nation still at, you know shingle creek i guess for another year or two right Yeah, you know, right. so you know what that property looks like. Although my buddy Alec over here keeps telling me about this new Universal Park or something that's supposed to be opening. What do you, what do you know about? It?
1: Uh, I don't know enough to really talk about that. Unfortunately, we're a Disney family right now, so uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. you know what? One thing's for sure: uh, those Disney Park
0: tickets keep going up every year, don't they?
1: They definitely do. They, well, the Universal ones are going to go up even higher now. Really? <laughs> uh huh. Uh oh. Uh huh used to me uh, <laughs> just because there's another park doesn't mean it's going to be less expensive to go <laughs> oh boy it's like a grand to take a family of four to the park it's ridiculous i don't see i don't know how people do that these days i really don't hmm. well we all know why, why people go on these uh these uh, vacation
0: style uh conferences right but it gets expensive yep and there's not enough charging stations in Orlando to drive all those electric cars. Did you hear Hertz is dumping their 200,000
1: uh, electric car fleet? Wow. Well, you, you see, everybody's moving to hydrogen now. Have you seen
0: a hydrogen gas station?
1: I haven't. <laughs> like, how do you? I you have just no put idea. Your house
0: and take the hose out and put it in. I'm pretty sure. I, that's I, not the I don't
1: thing. know. BMW is is investing in it, and uh, Honda and somebody else just started working together on a new oh. engine. Huh. So,
0: Water goes, yeah, you know, it's everywhere.
1: Exactly. Like right All behind land you is covered by it. All good.
0: Um, You know, moving forward into 2024, is there any yep. initiatives that are on your roadmap that like, maybe people don't know about that you're working on? I know integrations are a big focus for you. Yeah.
1: but You know, what, what's, what's coming? So we are focusing on sales tax. Um, I know it's, the most exciting thing for everybody. Oh, no. But I know, uh, but it's becoming more and more important. Um, so we just released a new update that allows us to automatically fix addresses. I know huh. this is going to be really exciting talk here. Uh, but uh, so, you know, one of the problems that you have with sales tax is you have to have the, the right zip code, right? Yeah. But the problem is with the right zip code, is you can have four different tax rates in the same zip code. Wow. So, you know, and and so what we do is we'll automatically fix it. So we'll tell you if you're supposed to have a suite number, because depending on the suite number, it might be a different zip code, even in the same Uh building with the plus four.
0: Wait a minute. The building is splitting a zip code.
1: Yeah. A a plus four zip code. Yeah. 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 Um, Especially in New York. In New York, you can actually have multiple plus four zip codes on the same building.
0: Get out of here.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's nuts. But anyways, so we're going to do the plus four automatically for you. And then that allows us to actually get the true sales tax rate for that location. Um, mm-hmm. But that's the first step. But now the next step is the fact that not everything is taxed the same way, right? right. Service, certain services are taxed differently. Sometimes a service has a tax depending on where you are. Sometimes it doesn't you know, certain types of products like uh, in Florida, unfortunately, we have a, a, a state sales tax of 6% and then our, uh, the county tax of 0.5%, but only up until the first $5,000 $5, and then that goes away. Hmm. Um, so there's weird tax r- rules. So we're doing a lot more with that because traditionally people would use a service like Avalara, which is yeah. a great service. I'm not knocking it at all. Uh, but the problem is, it costs thousands of dollars each year to use. So w- basically, we're we're rolling that functionality into QuoteWorks now. So you don't have to use an Avalara to be able to do that sort of functionality. Wow. Uh, we, we do have an integration with Avalara. But it, so if you do have that, that's great. Uh, but we are making it so it's all built in as far as being able to do those types of sales tax rules inside of QuoteWorks now.
0: And so, I mean, that stuff changes on the regular, Brian. What do you I,
1: I'm aware i'm aware you know like they come up with new things attacks like every year yep so that's that's kind of the direction we're going <laughs> i'm not going to go too much more into that <laughs> it's like but, hey um, we're
0: gonna we're gonna add a quarter percent on bananas and I'm like, okay cool that's fantastic yeah. i don't know who's
1: quoting bananas through coatworks but i'm sure somebody does it you'd be surprised basically we're in every industry except for probably insurance um as far as what we do um you know, the the IT space is about a third of our customer base. Um, so, yeah. we're in almost every industry out there. Uh, both John, uh, John Lou, the uh, the owner of the company, and myself, we like I said, we both come from IT backgrounds. So, that's why we do really well when talking to the IT community. But we are in every industry out there.
0: Wow. I didn't even realize that. I learned something new today. There you go. So, anybody can buy QuoteWorks. You can just yeah. go to QuoteWorks.com and buy, right? Exactly. Exactly.
1: Oh.
0: So, like i didn't even think about that so like other than it what's your like second and third biggest industry focus
1: well the next one after that is probably going to be like av which is really close i mean that, it, but then after that we get into like HVAC. huh <laughs> really you get into other things like um, we have um, a company that builds trucks custom trucks like like wrecker trucks you have to configure, you know. Okay, what kind of chassis are you going to have? What kind of engine are you going to have? You know, how much weight do you have to be able to 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 haul? That sort of thing. And they use our configurator to build out these massive trucks uh, to to wow. go to their customers. Yeah,
0: that's crazy. I had no idea, man.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, and the the cool thing about that is, you know, sometimes we'll add a feature that it was specifically for one industry that another industry had never even thought of before. And we're able to then introduce that uh, because of that reason. Yeah, that's
0: awesome. I love that. You know, yeah. it's almost cool when like, you know, back to the whole, hey, we're not, you know, forced to run by the playbook, right? It's like, you can listen to people and if, and and build stuff fairly quickly if you're, you know, interested in doing that, right? Exactly. Whereas it's like, hey, we'll get to it later on. And then later on never comes how many times did people go to the feature request board and it went to die? You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, there were features from the 2010. They never got to it. It's like, yeah, they're probably not going to get to those.
1: Well, I, what gets me is like some of our competitors and their, their bugs that are on their boards and they've been there since 2010 and they still aren't fixed yet. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah. Uh, So, I mean, speaking of feature, uh, feature boards, that's actually something that we really like, we, we try to get our community to use more and more of because it allows us as developers, uh, I'm one of the developers here, as, as you kind of guess. Um, so yeah, exactly. Um, so we use that as a way to actually ask questions, believe it or not, of our customers on the feature request. So we can actually have dialogue as far as how things are done and why. Um, because you know we might have one, one person asking for a feature, but we just don't understand, well, how does this actually work what do you want <laughs> so now we can actually have that that you know dialogue with the customer as well A- and have other customers bring in as well
0: that's awesome i love that collaborative man collaborative so what what yeah what do you want to see coming out of itmsp land for the for this year i mean it's still early on it's like beginning of february what's your what's your prognostication
1: <laughs> i've been in this industry long enough not to know to know not to do that okay (laughs) because in three months it's going to (laughs) change
0: just like that
1: just like that exactly i don't know i
0: don't think it's that crazy really i mean listen things change but a lot of things stay the same
1: yeah i don't know um i i think the the biggest thing for me is really just going to be you know who's going to gobble up who next Um, that's fair (laughs) that's i mean that's the one thing that is constant in in the it space these days uh so that that's going to be my question i I guess if i say one
0: thing i'm I'm not in you know like i hear things just because we all talked you know and and different people are in different places of the journey but um you know like not getting political it's an election year that changes the way the market functions right like that like historically if you go back and talk to finance people they'll tell you um, they view this year differently than most, you know, regular, normal, you know, years. That's number one. Number two, hey, the interest rate, what's going to happen with that? That's going to change, you know, how yep. people, you know, and act with the cost of capital, right? Like, right. You know, What does that mean? And then um, the the market really never got back to the, like the kind of like it. It kind of was good. Twenty nineteen going into twenty twenty, like right at the, right before turn twenty twenty one, like right then was like drop off point right like december of 2020 january of 2021 like if you hadn't gotten your thing done by then (laughs) like all the valuations like didn't go in the direction you wanted them to right so it seems to be slowly creeping back but like it's definitely not where it was right so like you know i'm curious to see between the interest rates how the markets react to this particular you know election year and then, like, do you see the valuation percentages start to creep back up to, you know, like the 2019, 2020 times, right? Like pre I'll call pre pandemic, know well, right. Leaked in the pandemic times, because huh. um, like, you know, I know you and I both know that the big VCPE guys they're on a clock, and they may yes. be overtime, right? So like, maybe they're forced to do something maybe not at the peak of the market, but they just, they're out of time. Right. Right. Uh, but then there's other people who are like, Nope, I can afford to wait. I'll let everything, you know, I'll, I'll I'll play the waiting game and let everything bounce back so I can get my, my value back. Right. So, you know, I'm I'm talking in generalities here, but this is, this is how it works. Um, yeah. And so I'm, I'm curious to see what, by the time we get to December, January, you know, upcoming this upcoming year, I would be curious to see where things stand, but Yeah. I mean, again, not to get super crazy that that November (laughs) election is going to it's going to drive things in one direction or another.
1: That is for sure. I mean, the other thing, too, is, I mean, there's so much uncertainty between what's going on in Europe and then the Middle East as well that, you know, throw that in there. Worse. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's who knows? It's definitely going to be an interesting year, though.
0: There's a lot of SaaS companies in the space that come out of, you know, Israel and different parts of Europe. I mean, yep. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, you know, you really can build a company from anywhere.
1: Well, oh, and that's that's the beautiful thing about it. It's <laughs> work
0: from anywhere. Like, exactly. Behind us, right. <laughs> uh, Brian's always great catching up, man. I'm sure I'm going to see you at DattoCon, at IT yep. Nation, maybe at an MSP initiative event near you and maybe <laughs> in your office in a couple of weeks on in Orlando, because like, you know, that that might be overdue. So stay tuned be awesome. Drop yeah. you a line there. Uh, where can people find more information about QuoteWorks? Maybe the MSP part of QuoteWorks, and like if they wanted to reach out and get more information.
1: Yeah, so the best thing to do is just go to quoteworks.com, um, and uh, and that's works with an e, as you can see in my little background there. <laughs> wow. um, but uh, it, as far as anything that's like IT specific, I mean, you can go right to our website. It's all talking IT stuff. I mean, really, it's there's nothing that's shrouded. Oh, you're IT. You got to go over here we're in every industry, but uh, we make it really easy uh, for everybody to be able to find what they need on our website. Oh, no, the HVAC uh, guys, you know, you got to make sure they're, they're okay. <laughs> hey, the convergence, man. Uh, I
0: got it. I got it. I'm going to start going to start putting in air conditioners. You never know. You never know. Exactly. Very good. Thanks, well, thank you very much, George. Thanks, Brian. Talk to you, my friend. All right. Talk to you later. All right, guys, this session was recorded. You'll find it at mspinitiative.com under sessions or on your podcatcher or on YouTube. Make sure to check out all the stuff we're doing this year. Hopefully, you'll see Brian at an event near you. We'll catch you on the next ones Tuesdays, Thursdays, usually 1 o'clock Eastern time and 24-7 online. Catch you guys. See ya.